Hey guys, before we start the next episode of Stone House, we want to plug the newest show by our friends at Voyage Media. Their new series is called I Am Echo. It's like a sci-fi version of Succession. It's about a young woman who suspects her mother may have been involved in her father's death. But her mother controls a billion-dollar fund, and she's powerful and dangerous. Basically a female Logan Roy. And as the young woman investigates this, she uncovers repressed memories she has, but they might not be her memories. It's a fun, weird, unique show that we think you'll really enjoy. So make sure to search for I Am Echo from Voyage Media wherever you listen to podcasts. Now for the next episode of Stonehouse. I haven't changed a thing. Oh? I mean, other than a little cleaning here and there. I moved the couch, but that was only to clean the rug. I wanted to clean more, but I haven't had a ton of time with the new job. Obviously, it's a freelance thing, and I only work like three days a week right now, but I'm trying to put in some extra time. Show them I'm serious. That's good. Yeah, and while it's short-term now, it could turn into something bigger. They plan on hiring someone full-time for the position, and right now it's between me and that fucking asshole Barry. <laughs> right. But, uh, I'm pretty confident. I'm happy for you, Val. Yeah, but because of all that, I haven't done much around here lately. She walked into the living room slowly, taking it all in. I was so happy with her coming back. And not that I would. Would what? Change anything. I always loved the way you decorated the house. She smiled and then continued her way towards the kitchen. She ran her finger along the back of the couch as she went. I was so happy we were finally taking this step. I tried to clean as much as possible, you know, before you... She was standing in the kitchen, staring up at the refrigerator. The top was empty. The, uh, cupboards are empty, too. Really? Yeah. Because you were cleaning? No, I told you. Things would be different. When she finally decided to come back, I promised I would do anything for her. And I meant it. I also have a surprise. Mmm, a surprise. Hmm. What kind of surprise? Did you change out the shower curtain to the Death Star print you always wanted? <laughs> no, no. Something that we talked about a long time ago. Something we always wanted to do. What's that? A trip. A trip? <laughs> what kind of trip? Seven Lamb Productions presents... The Stone House. Episode 22. Always angry. Always mad. But I did not do a thing. He tells me I lie. I lie. But no. I lie when he tells me to. I tell him otherwise and he's mad more and more. I don't lie. I never lie unless he makes me. Yes, Captain. Yes, Captain. I should say. I don't lie. Never lie. 
He is in charge. It was hard to walk quietly with a mop handle, but I did my best, moving as slowly as I could through the cave. The candlelight was dim, meaning he had made his way to the back. I peeked around the corner. I saw the dark figure hunched, moving from side to side, admiring the work high above. And he tells me to lie. He makes me. I don't want to. But he makes me. Quint was muttering to himself as he stared at his art. A scene big of description. A variety of views, sandbanks and volcano islands. The shoreline of Tahama. <laughs> Tahama, Tahama. I didn't know what he was talking about, but it didn't matter. It was time to go. scooted past the entrance and stopped at the other side. I listened to see if he heard me, but no. He was still muttering angrily to himself. A new world. A different world. A world better than this. I did not do anything like lie. He don't believe me. I help him. But he thinks I'm a stinking liar. I was in the clear, but I still needed to be as quiet as possible. This was a good night to do this. The sky was cloudy, but there was just enough moonlight peeking through to see where I was going. While I wanted to be careful with my trek, I also had to move quickly. There's no telling how long he would be in that cave, and I already knew that with my leg, travel would be slow, tedious, and grueling. I sat up in bed and peered out the window. I kept checking to see if Val was out there, but each time I looked, I saw nothing but grass and rock. I could just see the back of the barn from my window, but most of it was obscured by shadow. I wondered if my assumption was right about Quint. Would he be in that cave tonight? Val wouldn't chance it during the day. I crossed my fingers hoping for the best, and in the meantime, I thought about what it would take to get me and Noah to safety. If it came down to it, where would we go? I wouldn't want to lead Quint or Gavin to the ship. So where else? And how long could we last? This island was big, but it wasn't big enough. I also fought to stay awake, but my eyes were burning now. Maybe I can just close them for a little bit. Just a little bit. I was leaning against a small rocky ledge not far from the boathouse and shack. I was on the other side of the rock arch, peering down at the crashing waves. I 
couldn't believe I missed this path before. It led along the entire right side of the island towards the lighthouse, although from this angle I couldn't see the lighthouse, but I knew it was there, just around the rocky ledge that led up to the forest area above. <clears throat> I had a large bag of firewood and somehow I managed to lug it all the way down to the beach into this path, and I still had a long ways to go. I was exhausted. I had no idea how much time had passed, but I felt I was doing good. I just had to keep pushing. I was more than halfway there. All of this for a plan that may or may not work. It didn't matter. I had to do it. D couldn't, so it was up to me. Now, I wasn't so useless. I rubbed my shoulders. They were on fire. I was carrying 11 pieces of firewood. It was all that would fit in the burlap sack D had stored for me. Whew. Come on, Val. You can't stay here, no matter how tired you are. Okay. Okay. I stood with the help of the mop handle, but not before throwing the bag over my shoulders again. I slid my arms through both loops of the drawstring. I walked along the path, careful with my footing. Eventually, the path widened and I saw the lighthouse towering over its rocky outcrop. There it is. There it is. Good. It was open. I entered the large open room lined with boxes and candles and torn bags of grain. Paint chipped from the walls. Beams that held up a small level above me were now crumbling and tilted. I dropped the bag of wood and made my way through the room. I wanted to make sure I was alone. The smell was horrible the deeper into the room I got. There were tons of candles placed around the room, but only one in the far corner behind some crates and boxes was lit. I made my way over to the small alcove in the back. The window was covered by a thick blanket acting as a curtain held up by rusty nails. The blanket shielded the alcove from the outside elements since the small window was broken. Peering over the crates, I saw the makeshift bed of grain bags, ripped curtains, and dust covers. There was rotting meat on a plank of wood and bones in the corner. Ah, Jesus. Eggshells, glass, rocks, and dirty clothes littered the area. I made my way towards the spiraling staircase in the middle of the room and peered up. 
The rusted stairs seemed to spiral for miles. Just the thought of climbing that was exhausting. Come on, Val. This is all your fault, and it's time to right the wrong. The wood bag was so much heavier than when I first grabbed it behind the barn. I'm carrying this while moving on one leg and a mop handle. I was so close, yet so far. I looked up again. Oh, God. I slid to the floor. I needed another rest, just a quick one. Then I descend. But right now, just a quick rest. I sat, a crumpled mess on the bottom step. The smell over here was putrid, but I was tired. I didn't want to move. Then I noticed the bucket sitting by a large concrete pile. Oh, God. A white, pale bucket sat opposite the stairs, and seeing the mess at the top, I could tell this was Quint's toilet. <coughs> no, Val, you can't rest here, not with that smell. Get up, climb some stairs, then rest again. <coughs> I forced myself up, but you were in worse, Val. Much worse. You can make it. You have to. <coughs> felt like it took an hour just to get to the second floor platform, but I'm sure it was more like ten minutes. But how many more stories did I have to climb? I didn't want to look up anymore. I stopped halfway across the platform when I saw another lit candle, this one sitting on the sill of a large square window. I walked over to it. Another mound of blankets sat by the railing, and a book. thousand leagues under the sea? The book was tattered, the corners of many pages torn or bent. <laughs> Nautilus. Wow. Is this your book, Quint? Do you sit here overlooking the ocean reading this to find your inner peace? I don't know what came over me, but I took the book and shoved it into my bag. This would definitely help start a fire. This was the only platform. From here on out, only stairs, till the top.
Every 20 or so steps, I would have to take a break. The climb was brutal, the tower seeming to get narrower and narrower. But I had to keep pushing, because at any moment, Quint could rush in here and stop me. What the? Oh shit. The metal step I was on snapped from one side. I reached out, grabbing wildly, almost falling over the side in my attempt to steady myself. My fingernail scraped against the concrete wall. But eventually I found the railing. Thank God. I caught myself before falling through. The metal step ended up bending back up into place. But damn, all my weight was on that step. I was more than halfway up the tower. A fall from here could prove fatal. Well, that woke me up. I was filled with adrenaline now. I adjusted my bag and stretched over the metal step before me. I'd need to remember where that was on the way down. I took mental note of the blood marks I'd left on the wall. Jesus. I looked down at my hand. I'd bent two of my nails so far back the tips of my fingers were dripping with blood. Man, I was a mess. Many times during my ascent, I wanted to give up, like when I was in the cave. But flashes of D would enter my mind. These were the little pushes I needed to keep me going. I took a quick look below to make sure Quint hadn't made it home, but the dark tower was still quiet. Okay. Okay. I got up and walked across the gallery area and looked over the railing, careful not to lean on it. It was a far, far drop to nothing but spiked rocks. <sighs> it was so cold out here too. I made my way back under the dome. A couple windows were busted in here, but most were intact. Even the large lens in the center. I was shocked. I dragged the bag right behind the lens, where the wind could barely reach. I wanted to make sure the fire wouldn't get blown out. Hey. Behind the lens, wooden boxes. Tons of them. Now I can make an even bigger fire. I opened the bag and pulled out all the wood and lighter fluid. There wasn't much. The matches, I only had like five. And the book. Thank you, Quint. I thought about my time as a Boy Scout. I never became an Eagle Scout, but got close. I remember the last time I built a fire. I was showing some Cub Scouts how to do it. What were their names again? John and... Chase? Yeah, that was it. They were so impressed. Granted, I had a lot more time then. I also had lint and more wood, and it wasn't a life or death situation like it was now. You got this, Val. 
fell asleep. That's the front door. What the hell are you doing here? I rushed to my door, pressed my ear against it. I thought I made myself perfectly clear. Yes. You're lucky I don't cut your throat where you stand. But I'll come to tell you. Tell me what? It was Quint at the door. There's a fire. A fire? Where? At the lighthouse. I saw it. I saw it burning. A fire? Val did it! How's that? How is there a fire? I don't know. I was painting. In my cave. The art. Damn your art. Why is there a fire? You leave a candle lit. I, I, I don't remember. But, but, but the fire is at the top with the light. What? You can see it from the beach. You did this. No. You. No, I swear. Never. I never go to the then top. put it out. What? Go, put it out. Now. I couldn't believe it. Val did it. I wanted to cry. I wanted to scream. But then... The footsteps. Gavin was coming. I jumped back into bed and under the sheets, just as the lock was coming off my door. I calmed my breathing and kept still as the door opened. I felt his shadow over me. What did he want? Did he think I started the fire? Dear? But I didn't move. I didn't respond. I kept pretending to be asleep. <sighs> Dear. Okay, it was obvious he wasn't going to leave. Time to act my heart out. <laughs> uh, yeah? What's... what's going on? He eyed me for a moment before looking around my room. What was he searching for? Never mind, dear. Go back to sleep. That was weird. My eyes shot open now. I was too giddy to sleep. I couldn't help but smile. I knew this wasn't the end, but I hoped beyond hope that somebody, anybody would see it. I also hoped Val got out of there before Quint returned. As I scrambled down the steps, I took a moment to look up again and admire my work. Much of the dome floor was on fire now. I had piled the logs and added pieces of the crates, but I had squirted every bit of lighter fluid all throughout the dome. It needed to be as bright as possible, and now it was. But how long would it last? Who knows? I was almost to the midpoint of the tower when I heard the door open. Oh no. I peered over the railing to see the scrawny Quint appear. He looked up. Our eyes met. You! I was trapped. No, 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 you cannot be here! You should not be here! 
What do I do? What do I do? The only thing I had with me now was my mop handle crutch. No, 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 you've made a mess. He's mad, very mad. He was quickly climbing the stairs, keeping his eyes on me the whole time. You've made a mess, a great mess. Why would you do such a nasty, nasty thing? It didn't work before, but I decided to give it another shot. Maybe I could talk my way out. I did it to call for help. For help? Yes. Me and my wife are leaving this island. Wife? Your wife? No. No, 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 no. Not yours. His. His wife. Nadia is his. Maybe so. But Delilah is mine. Once again, he stopped. This time he looked down, rubbed his head, as if he was trying to process the information. No, 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 no. But it only stopped him for a moment before he was back to climbing. He is mad, very mad at me, and I cannot have that. He will be very upset. Very upset to know you. You are still here. Not in your cave. That's right, I got out. Not good, not good. Time to try another tactic. Wait, if you let me go, I can get you help too. Me? Help? Yes. No. Quint doesn't need help. Quint doesn't want help. Quint likes me home. And you burned it! I had to. No! Very bad thing to do. I must make you pay for it. Make you hurt. He was angry now, hurrying his ascent. Haven't you already done enough? No, you should still be in that cave. I will make you hurt again. I will make you stay. Oh yeah? Now it was me who was angry. You came into me home! Yeah, that's right. I did. And you burned it! Yeah, and you know what helped me do it? Your book. What? He leaned over the railing, looking down at the second floor platform. No! Captain Nemo is no more. I had an idea and I needed him heated. He charged up the stairs, which is exactly what I was looking for. You! You! My book! You burned my book! Oh, I will hurt you! This is my home! Mine! He was now climbing two stairs at a time. Oh no, that wasn't good. His long strides brought him just below me. Please tell me this works. I'll kill! I'll kill! He was right! He was right! I stayed put, bracing myself as he came flying up two steps at a time. Please, please, please. I'll kill you! He stopped just before the broken step, blocking the view of my blood on the wall. Shit. That was mine! He took another large step, stepping over the broken one. Fuck! That was mine! You shouldn't have come here. Maybe you're right. I gripped my mop handle tightly. But you shouldn't have either. He lunged at me, but I swung my mop handle hard, catching him in the jaw. I hit him again as he reached for the handle. He gripped the handle, then pushed off from the railing, knocking me backwards. I fell onto the steps. You have to die! Bad blood! 
You must die! I struggled to keep him back as he clawed and scratched at my face. I twisted to the side. He stepped right onto my injured leg. Ah! Sending a searing pain all the way up my body. Tears flowed and I bit my tongue. with my good leg, knocking him back two steps. Just enough to move the mop handle again. I swung it back, catching him in the face, leaving him with a bloody nose. It gushed out. He reached up, catching the blood. I looked where his feet were. Oh shit. One more step. He lunged, but I thrusted the mop handle forward, hitting him square in the chest. He fell back a step, and he fell through, but caught himself just in time. His bottom half dangled. He was trying to climb back up, his feet kicking wildly. No, 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 no! I pulled the mop handle back, and once again, using all my strength, thrust it forward. got to my feet, holding onto the railing and mop handle. My broken leg was killing me. I looked over the railing to see if I could spot him, but all I could see was dust and debris. Okay, Val, come on. I looked up to see the light of the fire through the hatch, still burning brightly. Good. I stepped over the hole carefully and made my way down the rest of the stairs. I ended up getting to the bottom quickly. Because my adrenaline was so high right now, I didn't need, nor want, to stop and rest. I headed for the door. I needed to get out of here in case Gavin showed up. I wouldn't stand a chance against him. Not now. I got lucky with Quint, but right before I reached the door I stopped. The door was open, the cool night air wafting through. I wasn't cold though, so why did I have this shiver running through me? Goosebumps rose along my arms and neck. Something wasn't right. I should double check, just to make sure. I made my way cautiously over to the alcove, to the stack of broken crates. I leaned over the debris. there was no body. Shit. I looked around nervously. Where did he go? How? How could he survive that? Then I saw the blood. A trail of blood. I followed it to the other side of the room. It led me to the crumbled pile of concrete. The blood disappeared to the side. No. The trail led up the back of the pile and out a small hole in the side of the building. He was gone. Well, this fire better work, because Gavin's about to find out you're still alive, Val. And that's going to make matters a lot worse. Shit!
The Stone House. Written by Robert M. Lamb. Edited by Jonathan Moss and Robert M. Lamb. Starring Corey Pettit as Delilah. Robert M. Lamb as Val. Jack Austin as Gavin. Co-starring Dennis Caldwell. Music provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. If you enjoy this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Visit 7lamb.com for more podcasts such as this. This has been a 7 Lamb production.